All right, we live. What's up? My name is Jackson. I'm here with Carson, and this is the Anything But Professional podcast. Uh, He's cracking his back right now. Got to get ready. We've been advised not to eat this episode because we were smacking too loud last time. And I've been advised not to fidget with stuff, so I'm going to put this Rubik's Cube down that I got in my hands right now. We're just going to... I kind of want to fidget. All right, we can fidget then. Um, Yeah. It's been a week. Last week just was a little bit, you know, hectic and stuff. Yeah, you know, it's. Uh, I do be having three tests this time. week, but that's fine. Yeah, I just took my first test. Um, because I'm gonna, I'm gonna get through it. So, yeah, here we are. Um, we're gonna have two weeks of bachelor recap. Although I don't really remember what happened last week uh, that much. Not really either. We'll look up a summary and maybe that'll jog our memory. Um, but first. Uh, we want to dedicate some time to talk about um, and really remember and celebrate the life of one Kobe Bean Bryant. Kobe Bean. Um, tragically <clears throat> passed away on Sunday morning. We might we might be crying a little bit this episode. We don't know yeah. yet. Um, it it's just tough news to comprehend and tough news to swallow, um, especially because his daughter was with him yeah. on the on the helicopter in which he crashed uh as well as seven other people um just really really tough news to hear uh Carson where were you when you got the news uh I was in my room uh like cleaning my room or something and my roommate Justice like came downstairs and was like hey like he just said like Kobe died and I said what he said Kobe died and I was like what are you talking about and he showed me something on Twitter that I think it was like the first like TMZ report or whatever. It was like Kobe crashed in a like a helicopter accident, and I was like, "This has to be a joke or something." So I started scrolling on Twitter, started seeing it a lot more, and then so I started pulling up like ESPN and like the news and stuff, and was starting to see it. And like, I don't know, it's one of those things that you just like don't expect to happen, and you don't think it's real. Yeah, I never expected this to happen. I always um, thought Kobe would be, you know, always a part of the game going forward until he died of old age at like a hundred and twelve. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was also in my room trying to do some work. Uh, I've been off Twitter. Or I was off Twitter until that point, um, and then my roommate Garrett also told me that. Kobe had passed away, and I was like, what? So I got back on Twitter just to see the news, and, uh, you know, it's just it was really hard to get my mind around in the moment. It's still hard to get my mind around it two days later, um, you know, and I can only imagine what his family's going through because I've never met Kobe, um, but the people that he actually impacted their lives and, you know, was part of their life every day. Um, I can only imagine how tough it is for them. Um, I can't imagine what his his wife and other kids are going through right now because they also they have don't. they have like a seventeen year old daughter and like a like a nine or ten year old daughter and, and then then like a, a another newborn. one that's like not even two yeah. years old. Yeah, it's uh, so. it's tough news. Um, yeah, and. Really, all of Twitter was just basically shut down. The the um, 
the trending page crashed. That's how much people were yeah, tweeting mine, about mine it. Mine wasn't it's, even loading. I, w- I wasn't even sure what was going on. It just wasn't even loading. And it was just, you know, it was... It was cool to see how many lives he impacted, you know, not on, on and off the court, you know, um, seeing all the players give tribute to him. But For sure. incredibly sad, you know, I keep – it's – if you sit back and think about it, it's just hard to get your mind around that one of the greats in basketball is gone. And, you know, family man, one of the greatest of all time um, – and, you know, I was doing fine yesterday until I saw LeBron's tribute to him, yeah. and that, that really got me. Um, I think D-Wade's thing really got me. D-Wade, like, posted a video, and he was like, um, he was like, it's like a nightmare that, like, you can't wake up from. And that's I, deep. That, yeah, yeah. That, that really hit me. Yeah. Because uh, it's just like... I don't. It definitely hasn't set in for me yet. I probably haven't set in for a lot of people, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Especially, it'll probably be a while before it does. Especially, you know, again, we haven't ever met Kobe yeah. Bryant, but you know, his, the mentality that he, um, he adopted, um, from an early age, really, just to, get the best out of himself and his teammates at all times. You know, never being satisfied, truly never, compromising until you're the best um and that it's a mentality unlike we've ever seen in professional sports or otherwise so it's truly tragic that he passed away because he carried that to you know he carried that into uh being uh you know a father and a husband off the court Mm -hmm. and just a friend to all the relationships he's made in LA in the NBA um and another thing that really got me is uh, Jackie McMullen. I think she's she writes for either Boston or LA. I can't remember, but she's always on uh, PTI or something like that. One of the ESPN shows. Um, and she was writing. She was trying to write a story about. I think it was Kobe's eighty-one point game, uh, and Kobe said this was a couple months ago. And Kobe said, "My daughters are keeping me busy. I'll get back with you soon." And the last line says, if only I could, and that really got me, um, you know. Yeah. It's also been really cool to see how he's impacted, like, players that are playing right now and just mm-hmm. the way that he, like, that's how you, like, know, like, how, like, influential of a person he was just based on how people are responding. Yeah. Because, like, they were, I mean, all the games, I don't know how the, any of the players were even able to play on Sunday or yesterday, but oh, yeah. they were taking all kinds of 8-second and 24-second violations to honor Mad Kobe and his numbers. And um, so I've just seen this today, but there's players around the league that are switching their numbers, like if they're 8 or 24. Yeah, they're switching They're switching away. different numbers to, and I th- in I effect, hope, retire his numbers. I hope eventually they'll retire mm-hmm. 8 and 24. Mark Cuban already said the Mavericks were going to retire 24. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw other teams follow yeah. suit. Trey Young started the game wearing eight. That's my guy, and that was a, that was a really cool tribute to him. Obviously, the NBA wouldn't let him finish in that jersey, but for whatever reason. But uh, just a tough day, and it's not not very many people can make the world stop like that at their passing, and he, Kobe's just one of those people, mm-hmm. legendary enough to do that. Um. Just, just really sad stuff, um, and we'll always, 
will always have the uh, highlights and all that and all the stories about him, but it'll never be the same without him yeah, anymore. I would say certainly, like, at least in our lifetime, like, this has been, like, the most significant, like, death of, like, a Of a person, sports player, probably. Really, just anyone. Like, I saw yeah. people try to compare it to, like, uh, Tupac or Biggie or, like, Michael Jackson, but, I mean, obviously, we were, like, we were alive when Michael Jackson died, but we were, like, kids, so. Yeah. I mean, I just, like, I don't remember a time where somebody died and, like, the whole world, like, reacted like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's tough. Probably the closest sports death I could relate to is Jose Fernandez, but he wasn't even yeah. that like was just six a, that years was six yeah. years into his career or anything like that. Um, it, was, it, was, it was crazy. You know. mm-hmm. I do regret not being able to see Kobe live because he did play in Atlanta his last year, and I kind of wish I was able to go back in time and watch that game because yeah. he, he went off that game too. Just sad stuff. Mm-hmm. You, know. you got anything else, Carson? Uh, no, I mean, he really defined a generation of basketball. He was like, I mean, if you don't say Kobe when you shoot something into the trash can or something. Yeah, like, that's... I mean, I've always said it for mm-hmm. as long as I can remember and I'll continue to say it. I've changed my backgrounds on my phone and my computer to Kobe. I'll probably never change it, honestly. Yeah. I can't see a reason why I would change it, but... We, I mean, we're not going to let his legacy die, that's for sure. That's that's definitely for sure, you know. Heroes are remembered and legends will... Or heroes ne- come and go, but legends never die. Yeah, something like that. Um... Yeah, that's about all I got yeah. for that. It's gonna, it's gonna be a tough transition. Yeah. Um, I guess we can go Super Bowl and then we can go Bachelor. Yeah. You know, I'm having having trouble remembering the Bachelor, so I'm yeah. gonna. So we'll go on to the Super Bowl after that. Uh, you know, kind of kind of downer of an intro, but you know, we had to pay our respects. Definitely had to. Uh, um, so Super Bowl Sunday coming up this Sunday. Forty uh, ers and Chiefs. Um, I think it's it's gonna be a good one. I feel like these are two teams that like, especially on the Forty Nine ers side, but like no one really expected them to be in the Super Bowl. I mean, the Chiefs, of Last course. Last year they were, you know. Yeah, Forty Nine ers were four and twelve in twenty eighteen, um, and so I don't know if anybody really true. I mean, I think a lot of people thought the Ravens for sure were gonna make to the Super Bowl, but Tennessee just kind of shut them down. Um. Mm-hmm. But personally, my pick is the 49ers. I think um, even even with the athletic offense that the Chiefs have, I think the 49ers defense, I mean, all year they've been playing lights out. Great defensive uh, line with Joey, or not Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa Solomon Thomas, um, DeForest Buckner. DeForest Buckner, yeah. Um, so, like, I don't, I don't really see in Richard Sherman coming back to the Super Bowl after a few years. Um, he's always been electric in the playoffs, so they're probably. I don't. Do you see them putting him on Tyreek Hill? Because Richard, Richard Sherman's not really a speed guy, especially since he's a little bit older. Um, I wouldn't imagine they'll probably be traveling across the field, anyways. No, probably not. Um, I don't. I honestly don't have many. 
thoughts about this game. I was definitely cheering for the Titans. Um, yeah, the, I was cheering for the Titans. I did like. I did the pick Titans. the Chiefs though. So that was a good pick. Yeah, I'm going with the 49ers. Good read there. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. I picked the Chiefs last week. I think I'm gonna go with the 49ers. I um, I think either Greg Kittle or Raheem Mostert is gonna win Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. Most likely Greg Kittle. Um. I think it's just gonna be one of those like ten catch, hundred something yard. Maybe a touchdown or two kind of games for Greg Kittle. Maybe. It's going to be – it's weird because uh, Mahomes is so electric and uh, Garoppolo is such just, just like a game manager. So, it, it's definitely um, opposite ends of the spectrum right there. Um, trying to read through the Bachelor uh, – Recap from last week to remember what yeah. happened. So, but, I mean, do you want to just roll into the Bachelor? Uh, let's do our picks for. Oh yeah, it's starting to come back to me. Uh, let's do our picks first, and then we can we can uh, roll into the Bachelor for the bad or for 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 the Super Bowl. I'm gonna have to go Forty ers Probably, I'm gonna go like a thirty eight thirty one kind of thing. Forty ers Thirty eight thirty one Forty ers Yeah. Ow, oh, man. Their offense is weird. It's like they don't seem like they can put up a lot of points, but they do. Yeah. So, do I want to go with the 49ers or do I want to go with the Chiefs? I think I'm going to go with the Chiefs on this one. I just decided right now that I am. In the moment. Like at 3.12 p.m. on a Wednesday or Tuesday of the Super Bowl week. Yeah, we, usually, we usually record on a Wednesday, but it's getting a little special. Yeah. Um, I got a bunch of tests coming up. Um, so I, I got, um, yeah, I got the Chiefs, thirty-five twenty-four. Actually, that big? Or that you know big of a what? Difference? Thirty-five thirty-one. I think it's gonna be a one-possession game. Yeah, thirty-five thirty-one sounds about right. I predicted the score of the Patriots Seahawks Super Bowl freshman year of high school I was like that morning I was like you know what? I feel like I got Patriots 24-21 and that's exactly what happened I mean, but if they had just handed off the ball I really like, wish I had written that one down they would have had a title or like recorded myself saying that um but I did not so here we are here we are could have won some money or something I could have won something I don't know but uh but anywho we gonna roll right into the bachelor um, if you haven't watched The Bachelor at all this season, you're honestly like not missing much. This season has been very boring so far. We're gonna try to not give it. We we're gonna try to it. give it our best flair, but yeah. Um, um, so last week, I guess yeah, we're gonna recap two episodes. I don't. What even happened last week? I don't remember. Was that we so, already talked about the champagne thing? Yeah, Champagne Gate. So they opened, oh the Alea stuff happened last week. Okay. Yeah, I think um, that's coming back. So that. Hannah Ann and I think it opens with Hannah Ann and Kelsey still arguing about Champagne Gate, yeah. as if it had, as if it matters. Yeah, as if in then after that it really just kind of dies down. Like they, yeah, they Kel, really Hannah Ann and Kelsey don't talk to each other or look um, mad at each other anymore, um, which is weird. You would think that, you know, since they made such a big deal out of it week two, that they would, you know, they'd make a deal out of it. Yeah, they made no deals out of no it. No deal. 
deal or no deal? Deal or no deal. And they said no, no deal. deal. Um, We're kind of on the same wavelength. Yeah, we are. We've always been on the same wavelength. Um, and then... Um, let's see, I'm trying to read through the thing to like keep me up. Oh, Victoria P... And Pete go to some cowboy bar. Oh, yeah, that was weird. Was... To me, Pete is not country at all. No. And then this week they had a Chase Rice concert. Like, it's just weird. Like, I feel like Pete is like... They're trying to force country down Pete's throat, and he's really not. He's, yeah. he's just not. Um, and I didn't know they had cowboy bars in L.A., yeah. which is weird. I don't know. It was um, strange. And not much of note of that one. You know, Victoria P. Um, just... You know, seems normal. You know, Victoria P. I really liked her at first, but she's kind of been wavering on me recently, and we'll probably get to that yeah. later because she was a big part of this last episode. But yeah, um, um, I think Hannah Ann said something weird. She said something like, uh, um. She mispronounced a word, and people thought... Oh, no, it wasn't Hannah Ann. It was, um, I think it was Victoria, or um, Tammy said lingerie instead oh, of Oh, Tammy did say lingerie. That is for sure. Uh, that is confirmed. Oh, no, Hannah Ann said finasco instead of fiasco. And everyone I was watching with went crazy. Because they were like, how could you say finasco, you so idiot finasco. nerd? Like, it was last episode when they had that pillow fight? Yeah, they did. Have See, that was really fight. stupid. I yeah, they it. brought Demi back, which is always not Demi. good. Um, and they wo- she woke her up. She woke all the girls up annoyingly as possible, which, you know, you mm-hmm. know she, she, uh, she Demi, so she know how to do that. Um, and, you know, they fought. And, like, just before that, what, what's the girl's name? It's, like, Sydney or something from Birmingham yeah. and Alea. They just cut to Sydney, and she's like, Alea's so fake. I'm like, well, first of all, who yeah, are you and who's It was just kind of, like, out of nowhere. I was like, who are you and who's Alea? And they just start beefing. They're, they're after it. And I was like, okay. Um, and thus began the Alea versus everyone beef. And so at first I was on the everyone side. Having after I'm still watching this week's episode. I'm still on the everyone side. Uh, You haven't finished the episode, but I've seen enough to know what what ended up happening. I've seen part of the. I mean, I saw the whole episode. I was just on my phone a little bit, so I don't remember a lot of it. Yeah. So after I get done with this, so Jackson's reading a recap. Here, I'm gonna explain why I was on everyone side. Now I'm on Alea's side. So at first, everyone just kind of starts. Um, calling out Alea and like normally I'm not a fan when they just start calling out each other but just based on what I heard it just kind of seemed like Alea was fake just based on her responses to what people were saying and just how she was talking to Peter and the other girls I was like okay something seems fishy and like normally if you start being called out from by everyone it's not by coincidence um, and so Alea ended up not getting a rose at this rose ceremony ended up going home last week um and part of the big beef was Victoria went to Peter, Victoria P, the one we like, went to Peter and was like, hey, um, <clears throat> Alea's not who you think she is. She's, you know, manipulative, this and that and the other. And apparently Victoria P and Alea know each other previously from their pageant days. 
And from Victoria's side, she said they've only been around each other for like a total of three hours. Ralea says that they were like they've been friends for a while. So two different messages, not sure what's going on. So eventually Peter just sends Alea home. And so this week, Alea comes back um, because that just seems to be the new thing in Bachelor Nation is for people to just come back uninvited. Yeah, Lupe did it. Yeah. And now Alea did it. But I can see the parallels between the two. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, so Alea comes back and... Peter talks to Alea and he talks to Victoria, is trying to figure out what's going on. So eventually he just talks to them at the same time, like the three of them have a talk. Um, and basically Victoria P. admits that she was bending the truth more or less and that her and Alea actually did know each other, which seems kind of weird to me because I trusted Victoria and Peter did too. And now we just don't really know what to think, you know? Yeah, um, I'm going to read a quote from, who is it, Sydney? Um, it says, People like Alea always just win in this world. Alea's the type of girl that puts on the little pretty princess facade and flaunts herself in front of the cameras in an absolute orchestrated show. So I guess what she's getting at is she puts on a little face mm-hmm. for the cameras, but behind the scenes, she's a snake. Right. Um... And Steve's, or not Steve, excuse me. Shout Pete. out Steve. Shout out Steve. Pete, uh, Pete's like, I don't deal with snakes, so he doesn't give Alea a rose, but she's back. Honestly, I cannot, I watched it yes, last, just last night, not even 24 hours ago, and I cannot remember what happened in the, in the episode. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna look up that recap. Okay, and I'll, I'll kind of recap what I remember, because I watched it just earlier today. So, the start of the episode, they're still in L.A., but you know Chris Harrison, shout out Chris Harrison, comes in and is like, all right, ladies, uh, we're moving, we're leaving L.A., and he's like, we're going to Cleveland, Ohio, and you literally can hear the crickets in the room when he <laughs> yeah, said that was that was really funny. All the yeah. girls were just speechless, like they thought he was just pulling their leg, and was mean, he's like, no, for real, like we're going to Cleveland, and then they all like faked excitement, because like... Like, no one is excited uh, to go to uh-huh. Cleveland. But having, honestly, so I normally bash on Cleveland, but having, I've been there before in like middle school, but then having seen the episode, I was like, you know what, Cleveland seems kind of cool. So I might have to give it a second thought. It's just, it's fun to make fun of Cleveland. I don't think of Cleveland ever, so I don't. Yeah, no one is ever like, hey, I wonder what's going on in Cleveland. Yeah, probably nothing. Probably nothing. Um, Cleveland, this is for this you. This is for you. Um, but... It looked like they were having fun. They were taking pictures by the Cleveland sign. That looks like it's the only thing to do in Cleveland. It's basically like, you know the colorful sign that is in Cancun that girls always take pictures in front of? I'm sure you've probably seen it. It just looks like... If I saw it, I'd probably recognize it. It's like the same thing, but like Cancun. I mean, either. But it just says Cleveland. It says Cleveland and Cancun? No, no, no. That's not... I'm comparing them. Oh, okay. (laughs) No, no, no. Okay, okay. Cancun, shout out Cleveland. Uh... But anywho, that'd be like Atlanta having a sign that says Seattle. Yeah, that'd be funny. No, I was just comparing them. Gotcha. But um, so they get to Cleveland and they go on a group date to First Energy Stadium, home of the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, and then they play. Oh yeah, they were playing football. They played that football. Was, that, that was, was cool. I Shit. didn't think it was cool. I thought it was just weird. 
It was more entertaining than the rest of the episode, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, the Cheyenne or Cheyenne. Yeah, I don't like Shane, her. Shane. Cheyenne. Whatever. She, she, was, she had like three touchdowns in the game. She had, four, she had all four of their scores. She was like Derrick Henry. She never yeah. got touched. She was just and running the ball all over the other team. The other girls were just like, it didn't seem like they wanted it. You know, they didn't right. have that. I thought it was weird, though. Anymore. I always think those kinds of things are weird, like making the girls do, like, competitions like that. I just think they're weird. Yeah, I mean, they've been doing that pretty much every episode, though. They did I know, that. but I don't, I don't like them. They did the flight simulator thing the first yeah. episode, and then they did, um, like, the pillow bite last episode, yeah. and then they did this. So. To me, it's just weird. But anywho... So then the the cocktail party after that is when all the Alea and Victoria stuff went down that we previously mentioned. So that kind of ruined the cocktail party for everybody because I think what we sometimes don't realize, you know, as viewers is that those those things take like hours. I it should take minutes. For real. I mean like by the we think it's all like They you know, drag it out too long on TV. I'm yeah. I can only imagine how long they drag but, it out in real So life. I always wonder like how late those cocktail parties go. Like they have to go into the wee hours of the morning. Oh were. Because I mean you well, I think the first night they were doing it and then um they were the they were doing the cocktail party. Or wait, are you talking about the cocktail party or the rose ceremony? The cocktail party. But the, I'm sure they probably both go really late. The rose ceremony, I think the first episode they stayed up all night filming and then they did the rose ceremony in the morning. Yeah, because they did do an outtake and it was like sunny and he was like still wearing his suit and stuff. Yeah. Pete no sleep for Pete though. He's straight making out with girls. He That's really why. do be making out with all of them. You know, it didn't get any sleep because he was macking on chicks the whole the whole night yeah um so and then i didn't really get past the i don't think i got past the cocktail party when i was watching it earlier because honestly it was just kind of boring and i just had to come to campus to eat lunch and stuff so i was just like uh, oh i forgot we didn't even mention okay so they they did a individual date first the the uh, a one-on-one date with peter and Victoria. I was F. thinking last night the group date. I was like thinking like when I was watching it last season in The Bachelor 2 or The Bachelorette. Um I was like, "Oh, that's a normal term, but you would never ever say that in real life unless you're a in, like, in or no, like group date." Oh. Unless you're in like Utah. Yeah, unless you're on Provo's most eligible. Yeah, Provo's Provo's most eligible. Eligible. Um but anywho, and they went to a theme Theme park, theme park, which I thought was Six Flags, but it's not. It was also like really rainy, like yeah. all day, which bummed me out, and I wasn't even there. I mean, that's probably just the mood in Cleveland, probably. Um, but so they, they so go to a Chase Rice concert. Oh, this is so good! And the whole way there, Victoria F, who is also the, I would like to note on week two that she was the girl. That was like, oh my god, I can't participate yeah. in this fa- in this fashion show and because I am later, ugly. And then five minutes later, she walks out she in lingerie. In lingerie. Out in lingerie. Uh, like acting like nothing happened. Well, this time she seemed to be serious, and uh, I'm I'm back and forth on if I like her or not. Like sometimes I, I do, and other I times I'm like, mm. I'm just a firm no. Like if there's any doubt, there's just no. Right. Um, and she just seems crazy. Yeah. Um, but they go to this amusement park. Yeah. They do be at the music park. Afterwards, they have a private concert. 
put on by. Oh, also, when she reads the day card, it says something about falling. And she's like, oh, my God, if we're going oh, skydiving, yeah, I can't. Sky- she almost, like, had a panic attack because she, she thought they were going skydiving. She was like, I don't want to go skydiving. And then she, uh, the next t- time I look up, she's in a plane yeah. with Peter. And I'm they like, went on so that, you obviously one of those that slingshot scared. rides. Yeah. And she was acting all terrified the first time. And then she's like, oh, let's do it again. So that kind of throws me off because she she keeps doing that where she's like she puts on a facade. Yeah, she puts a on a facade slash facade, and then she's like, "Oh, it's this fun. whole episode was just a finasco." It but. really was a finasco. This kind of whole season's been a finasco, <laughs> but like not an interesting one. Yeah, it's just like a boring car crash. Yeah, if there's such a thing. Um, but anyway, they go to the Chase Rice concert. I don't know that many Chase Rice songs, so I don't even know why they're going to Chase Rice concert. Apparently Peter's trying to be country. Peter's like, yeah, let me put on my boots. and That I just bought from the store. Yeah. Um, who? No one on them things. And we get some uh, juicy, some juicy some big information. Tea, big tea hours as we find out that Victoria uh, uh, F, yeah, yeah. F uh, and Chase Rice had dated previously Prior to her coming on the batch, and you could just see both of both of them. Yeah. Uh, they kept making awkward eye contact, just being the, the uncomfortable. Thing. And I mean, I'd probably do the same. It's almost like he was singing same, to her. Same situation. He's That's like, what I, the vibe I was getting. This is. I mean, he's supposed to be. It's like they're on the date, and he's supposed to be singing to her. But it's also the girl that he. It's somebody that yeah. he used to know. And a, yeah, for real, shout out. And apparently, he told her don't go on the show because he didn't want her to. What for? I don't, I don't remember that. I don't. I, I think I was making oatmeal during that. No, time. she she like said that like she told one of the producers that she was like, he told me not to come on the show. But the thing is, is like we don't ever really get timelines for this kind of stuff. So like I don't really know like how far before the show like they dated. Yeah. You know. And maybe that's part of the little tea that they give us. You know, we can assume that it was not that long ago before they were filming this, and they were filming this like this summer, right? I think it's in the fall. Really? Or like towards the end, like end of the summer, beginning of the fall. Okay, so it wasn't that long ago. Um, but it was just just awkward stuff. I'm sure that the producers got what they wanted there. We always make the make out the producers to be the evil people, but you know, like they're the ones that make that are responsible for the episode being entertaining. And they haven't been doing a very good job this season. Yeah. So maybe they are the bad guys. The producers are just kind of not my favorite. Maybe need some. Maybe there needs to be some uh, changes in the producer house. But there. then, so at the like at their dinner that night, Victoria was like losing her marbles, like about having to tell Peter that her and Chase Rice dated. And it's not that big of a deal. It's it really, really not that you know uh, they dated. They, I think she said they dated for a few months. Yeah, I so mean, it wasn't even like that. Yeah, like serious. Not even like super serious. So I don't get the. I feel like everything's a big deal with her. You know, yeah, you she's put, just, tying her shoes. Dramatic. Tying her shoes has to be a big deal. So oh, for I mean, sure. you know, if I were Peter, I'd be like, okay, and? and like you dated for a couple months, you're not dating anymore. We accidentally went to a concert. Mm-hmm. You didn't tell me beforehand. If you had told me, I wouldn't. We wouldn't have gone to the concert, and you know, it's yeah. so but I also on feel and like, so forth. I feel like Peter's the kind of guy that loves those moments where he can just kind of come in and like 
be a hero, you know? Like, I feel like I've noticed that. Like, yeah. any opportunity he has to, like... Oh, yeah, he was definitely doing that with, with Victoria P. Yeah, like, like, He was getting her water and getting her flowers, and he was just, like, feet... And she was feeding into that, too. She's like, oh, yeah. my God, nobody's ever gotten me water before. Where there's there's times where that's okay, but, like, I feel like just... he does, Peter does it with all He jumps on every single opportunity, even when there's really not something there. Yeah. That's what we we both get. We're on the same wavelength. We we got the same opinion about most of this stuff. Yeah, we kind of do. Uh, and Madison really hasn't been in Matt, yeah, anything. Yeah, since the first episode. And we really like Madison. We do. And that really just means that she's, like, staying she's out of the drama. So, yeah, she stayed out of... I feel like stuff. what's going to happen with her is she's either going to win or she's going to leave on her own accord because Peter does something to screw it up. Yeah. Um, and... You know, hopefully things start to get interesting in the in the coming episodes. Yeah. But um, have you gotten to the part where Leia comes back? Yeah, we talked about that. Okay, I must have been reading the other one. Uh, but Leia gets the rose. Yeah, I did forget to mention that Leia got the rose, which is so. I guess there since there's no rules, I guess that means that she's yeah she's back, back in. And Peter like uh-huh. invited her back, and she was like yeah. And the girls were like, oh, she was flaunting the rose. And it just seems kind of up to character. But maybe she was just doing that to test him. I, I don't I don't know. Yeah. I really don't. Also, I, I don't, don't care. Th- I guess this is just something that happens like every episode. But I don't like when the girls are like, oh, I didn't get my time with Peter. Like, you stole Peter and this and that. I'm like, literally, like. You're wasting your time right now. Say, hey, you could Peter, be talking talk to like, him. You're not going to get anything done by just sitting there and complaining about it. Yeah, he he could be off talking to somebody else yeah. while then, you're talking well, to this And person. also, Sheehan was upset because, like, yeah, Sheehan, like, destroyed the football game. But then she was upset that she didn't get to talk to Peter first. And I was like, well, just because you, like, A, did well in the football game doesn't mean you get to talk to him first. And B... There is like, no correlation. Literally just talk to him. Like, but also, like, Victoria P... It's P, the one from... The blonde one's yeah, Victoria P. Okay. Um, she sat out the football game because her back hurt. Yeah, she do have back problems. Uh, she do be having back problems, and then she talked to Peter first after she'd been sitting with him on the sideline the whole game. That one, I was like, all right, come on now. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I feel like Sheehan eventually got to talk to Peter. I can't remember if Alea got to talk to him next or not. Well, Alea in her while while she and and Peter were talking, that's when Alea came back and oh, and she stole and then she and just seems like she complains a lot. She you know? does. I don't see she and staying much longer. Nope. She nope. just doesn't seem like a very strong competitor. Do we even get a rose ceremony in this episode? I don't know. I haven't watched the whole thing. Oh yeah, you're right. I just can't remember anything about this episode. Um, McKenna's shocked about something. Hold on. I like McKenna, but she just she complains a lot, and she just seems very like yeah. not comfortable with herself. Well, here's the thing: like I feel like a lot of the girls on this show are like that. So, yeah. you know, girl was um I don't know, you know, and then it leads off on to be continued. What is it? Oh, let me read this. Stall for me. Hmm? Oh. Um. Yeah. You got one job. Come on. Hold uh, on. Sorry, I was zoned out. Um. So I did. 
solve one side of this Rubik's cube, the little one. Oh, that word. I've been playing with the whole time. Yeah, so I can solve the white side of the Rubik's cube, and then I can solve the little T's of the other side. But I haven't yet learned how to solve the rest of it. No, I can't. I can't even <clears throat> solve any sides. But I'm really like, I'm kind of on a mission to become more of a holistic <coughs> person, and that includes things like being able to solve a Rubik's cube. Um, in the near future, I'm gonna buy like a keyboard piano and teach myself how to play it just because I'm a savage. Um, so, word. Um, so basically, everyone's mad at Peter at the end of this episode. I don't remember that. I do remember Victoria P. Uh, you know, Peter takes her aside and she's like, I really don't want to talk to you right now, even though she should be, you know, like apologizing for bending the truth yeah, she did lie really hard throwing a wrench in in the truth that's not how that goes but that's yeah. that's how we play it um and she's just like Alea's um manipulating you even more than I was um so that's just just interesting yeah. to note so um basically the gist of this season has just been little like snippy things that don't really matter yeah, none, nothing uh, so far has had consequence because, I mean, Champagne Gate just died. I'm Hannah, Hannah, or Hannah B. I completely forgot about that. You know, like she was gonna come back oh, on yeah. the show, I, and then that died like within the first like mi- thirty minute thing. within the first thirty seconds of the of the second episode, and then the second episode was Champagne Gate. And then the, in the third ep- or beginning no, of the third right episode, in, in that wasn't Victoria stuff. Yeah, and then now that's over. And so I feel like, or it's not really over, but it's mm-hmm. carrying into the next episode. And then, so the previews keep looking good, but nothing really happens. I feel like happens. they've just done well of, about the previews, and then like it's just like, oh. Um, but they do keep previewing what I'm guessing is the engagement at the end, where like Chris Harrison is like, Peter, like we all just found this out, some, some, some. Once we again, really I know what you know, it is. It's, it's D's nuts, I um, think, is what's Yeah, hey, happen. Peter, we just found this out. D's nuts. Ha, got it. And then Peter's sobbing, yeah. weeping, in and fact. Chris Harrison gets his neck, gets yeah. Peter's neck. He said, let me get that neck, son. Mm-hmm. And then he... Yeah. Gets that uh, neck. And nothing really of note. Um, do, you, do you still have a top top three? Uh... Yeah, yeah. I would say my top three is still, um, right now, still in no particular order, but it's Hannah Ann, Madison, and Kelly. I Actually, I would say Kelly's my number one. Kelly just seems the most, like, mature, like, mentally stable. She do be having a real adult job. Yeah, she I got, mean, she's literally she's an attorney. She's an attorney. Um, um, she's very beautiful. She seems like... She kind of looks like the cat in the hat. I'm not going to lie. I don't... Me, I cannot me, comment on let that. Let me pull it up right now. Um, but I just, I think her and Peter are very much, like, vibing. Like, they, they really like each other, and she just seems to me the most, like, normal person. Because most of these girls are insane. Okay, I kind of see what you're saying, but, like, I wouldn't say the cat in the hat is, like, pretty. But I would say Kelly is. I never said that, you know. Uh... My top three is in order is uh it's quite a bit of shake up from the first episode. I would say Madison, 
then Kelly, then Hannah Ann. Uh, Hannah Ann hasn't been as much in the drama. I feel recently. like the Champagne Gate hurt her draft stock a little bit, but, but not that much. It, it wasn't. It wasn't even like she did something like wrong. It was like I, in my opinion, I think it really was like just an honest mistake that was just blown way out of proportion. Wait. And Kelsey, in episode three, said she doesn't even like champagne. So what was yeah. you saving I think, it for? I think Kelsey really hurt her. What were you saving it for? A lot more than it hurt Hannah Ann. Yeah. What are you doing, dog? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Ah. Uh, we're, we're continuously looking for for things to talk about for this. And there just... Yeah, there just isn't. I'm probably about I'm to telling play some you, she do be, though. huh? About to play some NCAA. She do be looking like the cat in the hat. So here we go. Here's Kelly. She's super cute. My goodness. Yeah. And there's cat in the hat. Okay, I see it, but. And know. she also looked like victorious. A little bit. Um. Probably. I haven't looked at it yet, so maybe not as much in my head, but maybe she does look like Victoria, so we'll see. Is this plugged into the TV or the projector? The projector, I think. Although I can't remember, so it might be... No. I think it's plugged into neither. Plugged into neither? Oh, is it this cord right here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So take out the take out the white one. Because oh. it was plugged into Garrett's computer. Yeah, she do be kind of looking like Victoria Justice. Alright, well Carson's about to get his butt whooped in NCAA, I guess. You gotta go to work in like 45 minutes. I do. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm gonna play. I'm uh, saying the computer might destroy you. The computer is not gonna destroy me. If you play it on Heisman, you just might. Who do you play this week? In our, Steve, in the, so I'm about to lose. So we got a... Um, little NCAA football uh, dynasty mode tournament going and we all we figured out how to get all these teams on one account and we're just playing each other uh, I'm Texas A&M because I have Johnny Manziel and Carson thought he was going to get Nick Marshall at Auburn 2013 rosters and I picked Auburn because I I mean I grew up an Auburn fan that 2013 team is one of my favorite teams ever and Nick Marshall just isn't even on the roster which really makes me mad because I have to play with, like, Jeremy Johnson. Weird stuff, weird stuff. Here, let me look at the uh, 2013 album roster and see who is your quarterback. So, like, it's just – I'm the problem is, is I'm having to – like, I can establish the run, but also my secondary on my defense sucks. So I get behind early, and that forces me to throw the ball, but I don't have a quarterback that is capable of that. So I just get myself in a hole even more because I can't establish the run because I have to throw the ball because I'm behind. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of a loop that just keeps going and going and going and it just kind of has me in a pickle. Let me go on the official Auburn website. I think that'll do it. Um, but... Um. 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 Yeah, just go by position. There we go. Um... What was I gonna say? I was gonna say something. Oh, we what else has been happening? Oh, been... Kyle Frazier is who I've been playing with. Really, Bruh. 
you be, you have been playing with um, Jonathan Wallace. Yeah, I don't even know who that is. I don't even think he ever played for real. Nope. So that is whack. You're gonna want to change that out for sure. So, well, I be, usually I sub sub in Kyle Frazier. Just because he's a little bit faster. That's the worst way to spell Kyle ever. Yeah, it's K-I-E-H-L. Kyle. I would have said Kale, so thank you for correcting me. Kale Frazier. But you do have Cameron Artis-Payne and Peyton Barber, Corey Grant, uh, and Trey Mason. Yeah, Trey Mason's my starter. You're stacked at running back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I can establish And you got some good receivers. You got Quan Bray, Sammy Coates. But I don't know um, C.J. Uzoma, that's your tight end. Yeah, C.J. Uzoma's a baller. Ricardo Lewis... Um, any other ones? So you got some good receivers. I just don't have a quarterback. You, um, see, got D Ford on the defensive line. Carl, or Carl Lawson, I guess, didn't even play. Yeah. Um, but you got him, you know, sitting on sidelines. Uh, Casanova McKenzie, I remember that yeah, guy. Chris Frost is on, should be on there too. Chris Frost, yeah. Yeah. Um, Chris Davis. Chris Davis lives in my neighborhood. That is true. For those of you that don't know, Chris Davis is the guy that returned the kick six in the 2013 Iron Bowl. There he goes, Chris Davis. Auburn's going to win the football game. Oh, you do have Daniel Carlson. That's his first year. And you got Cody Parkey as your punter. So you got some, you got some ball players, dog. Yeah, I got some. You just need a quarterback. Yeah, I that's really the only thing you're missing. Um, and I, I have a quarterback. I dropped my first game to Spencer, our good friend, uh, who's playing with Texas, and he's on a roll because he beat Stephen, uh, who has Florida State, the best team in the game. Yeah. Hold on, let's look at Florida State's 2013 roster because their roster was insane. How how long are we at right now? I feel like we're just kind of going. We're just, I mean, we didn't talk very much about anything else, so. Um, oh, actually, we're at 46, but we'll, we'll, we'll cut it off pretty soon. Um, yeah, let me, let's look at the Florida State roster, and then we can, while I'm looking it up, uh, you want to talk about the houses that we looked at? Yeah, so we've been – so me – I think we mentioned this last week or in the last episode, but me, Jackson, and one of our good friends, Justice, who is one of my current roommates, are living together uh, next year. And if you've never been to Starkville, it's a pretty, like, old uh, town, and a lot of areas of Starkville are kind of, like, low income and, like, kind of stuff like that. So a lot of that houses, like, available for rent are kind of, like, old and, and gritty. Yeah, gritty is the, um, the, so the house I live in right now is called the Grit House because of it's got it's got some character. Yeah, it's it's seen better days, uh, but it's it's definitely livable. The house that we lived in, uh, not what I was expecting at all. It's it's really near downtown Starfall, close to campus, so it's got that going for it for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was two se- It was four bedrooms, quote unquote, because one of them wasn't really a bedroom. Um, and it was two seventy five a person a which month, is which is super super cheap. Um, so we were like, "That seems like a great house." Yeah. And we got inside. Obviously, the power was turned off because no one was living there. But they said frat guys lived there before. So that's kind of sus. Yeah, that was uh, well. Frat guys lived here before, 
or SAEs. Yeah. Um, Word. But they didn't destroy the house. But like, this, this house, house we looked at was just like the was, floors were crooked. It like, was straight up crooked. Yeah, the floor had a fat divot in it. Um, that was weird. The bathrooms were right next to each other down the hall. Yeah. I thought they didn't have doors at first. Thankfully, they yeah. do. They just they're, they're almost like a tunnel too. Like you walk into the bathroom and it's like a tunnel, and like the shower is at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, that's what it felt like. And the. The bathrooms weren't in very good condition. Not at all. Um, and then the weirdest part of the house was that the washing machine, washer and dryer, was all in one. There's like a washer so it up was top. Like a stack on top, which is not uncommon. It was weird, and also, it was in the kitchen. Yeah, which like, also isn't uncommon, but at the same time, like, if you can have them separate, then that's you know ideal. But. I've never seen that uh, before. Never really. It's like pretty common. We usually have at least had ours in the garage or something. Um, but it was weird. And then the landlord lived like right next to us. So that was like yeah. good and bad kind of. Um, so we decided to trash that house. Or not trash the house. It was already trashed. Yeah. But we decided to um, leave that one out of our search. Um... It's Duke Williams that caught the ball for yeah, Robert in there. Um, so yesterday, Justice and I looked for one, and it was a good 15-minute drive from campus, which in a town like Starkville, where it's not very big, that's a super long drive. Right. So it was already already weird. Or not weird. It was just already a downside there. And then we had to drive even further down a hill, like up a little hill. And then it was right next to a lake, which was pretty but the person that lived there currently was like, you know that meme of like a the weird guy with the beard and like ponytail. He kind of looked like that, and he just looked like a meme. Yeah, and he was following us around the house like while we were looking at it, and it, the house just gave me weird vibes. So, I think after our long search of looking at a bunch of houses. We're probably just going to stay in the yeah, house that I'm, I'm living in right now. Staying at the Grit House, which we are in at the moment. In the anything but professional uh, studios. Anything but professional studios. So after all of that, I think we're just going to stay put. Um, and without further ado, we're going to look at the uh, Florida State rosters from 2013 because they were stacked. Yeah, they were stacked. And of course, you know, it's a, it was the Florida State and Auburn teams that played in that final mm-hmm. BCS National Championship, uh, which ultimately Florida State won. Yeah. Uh, so they had Jameis Winston, Sean McGuire was his backup, John Franklin the third. Yeah. Um, they were just stacked. who later played at Auburn. Yeah, who later played at Auburn. They also so had Jay Coker, who also played, played at Alabama. Alabama. Championship at Alabama. Yeah, so they were just stacked. A quarterback, running backs. They had um, they had Devonta Freeman. They had um, who else? Um. I know Devonta didn't start. There's somebody else. Where is he at? I could have sworn they had Carlos Williams. I guess not. I think he was before that. Huh. Well, then... Maybe. Then it was just Devonta Freeman. They had Calvin Benjamin, um, Rashad Green. Do they have, like, starters on here that would help? I guess not. Um, 
That's fine. And then offensive linemen, all of them got drafted. Like, all their starters got drafted. Yeah. Like, every single starter on offense and defense got drafted on this team, team, which is crazy. They had Eddie Goldman, who plays for the Bears now. Uh, Here I go with another interception. Oh. See, you can't get down early. You got to establish a run. And my defense is just not good, so. And they had Telman... Telvin Smith, who plays for Jacksonville, just absolutely stacked. Um, Ronald Darby and uh, er, Jalen Ramsey. Uh, Who's 20? LaMarcus Joyner. uh, P.J. Williams at D-Bay. 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 Defensive back. That sounded like uh, Forrest Gump um, right there. She tastes like cigarettes. See, sorry I ruined your New Year's what? Eve party, Lieutenant Dan. She tastes like cigarettes. <laughs> Let, let's check let's check the impression, see how accurate it was. Uh, sorry I ruined your New Year's Eve party, Lieutenant Dan. She tasted like cigarettes. That's one of Jackson's favorite quotes C- at the moment. I say it all the time. Lieutenant Diane. She tastes like cigarettes. That was as loud as it goes. She tastes like cigarettes. Yeah. But it's probably going to do it for us at anything but professional. This episode was a little all over the place. We did, you know, uh, it. Yeah. You know, what can you say? It's. It's kind of like that when we take a week off, and Carson just let up a touchdown right yeah, there. Yeah, well, I don't know if you're watching, but the play before that, they had a 58-yard run. Bruh. <laughs> so, uh, my defense does kind of suck. And, and now, as I previously mentioned, I'm down early. Uh, Can't do that. You know, pending the, yeah, so I'm down 7 nothing already. Uh, you know, being down only one score, I'm still going to stick to the run. Once I start getting down like two, three scores, then you know it's hard to, to stay on the ground. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so yeah, that that is gonna do it for That'll this episode. Uh, so goodbye. Goodbye. And good day. We love you. <laughs>